What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another week of the Christlike Podcast. Your host here, just King, and on Fruit for Thought, we finished it out. We pretty much finished it out. The only thing that I'm just going to add this week is balance. Since we know and understand what the fruits are now, we have to understand how to balance them. As I've given multiple interpretations as well as giving you what it looks like to have both love, but then understanding what long-suffering is and how they play into one another. And this week is really going to, to the wisdom of what it looks like. Wisdom is the application of the knowledge and understanding that we have within a certain subject. So before I go in anymore, I'm going to go ahead and pray. And we're going to go into this. I'm excited. I had some revelations today, even just being out. Without further ado, before I start talking. Father, I thank you for this day and all that you have given me the strength within your presence. And I just adhere to you. May your words flow through me and may all the things that you have for me to be said to just speak. For it to flow and for this to be something that is encouraging for all of your believers, the ones that have been on this journey with me throughout this series and with you throughout this series. May your word be done. May your will be done. May it be heard by the ones who can hear, the ears that are open, and open their minds to a new revelation of whatever you may want to speak through me. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. This week... We went over all of the fruits of the spirit. So love, joy, peace, faithfulness, selflessness, long suffering, along with self-control and gentleness. I may have missed a few. The whole point. I'm not going to go throughout each and every single one, how they all play into one another. I'm going to go more into how we can take our time and discern the situation of what is called for, what we may be lacking or how they combine with one another. I like to think of it as two different abilities coming in to make one better ability. For example, lightning and water. Lightning is conducted through water. So if you put a lightning and water attack together, then it becomes more fluid and more controlled. You're able to both wet somebody up and then zap them and it becomes way more powerful. That's the same thing with the fruits of the spirit. An example I would like to give today is faithfulness. The more we are faithful with the Lord's promise, the more we can go through it. Being faithful may call for us to fast, may call for us to move within a way that is representing of God. But within fasting, we find that there's a long suffering within it. There's an endurance. There's a mindset that is needed. Even with me on my fasting, when I have fasted in the past, I believe I was talking to y'all about no fat and things as such. I would get very aggravated. Aggravation would cause kindness to not be used or even gentleness because gentleness is a representation of impulses and screaming out what you want to say rather than controlling and taking your time with the things that need to be said. There is a scripture That is Colossians 4 verses 2 through 6, where it says, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in chains, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. 
walk in wisdom hmm? toward those who are outside, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. When we speak to people, we may have to take our time and know what we must say to the ones in and outside of the church. When we are fasting, we are not being just tempted by the people that are of us, but are outside of his calling as well. I like how that was worded. I feel like he's he's guiding me within this today. He truly is my strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. As he has not given me a spirit, as he has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and of a sound mind, he has given me the power to instruct each of you today and how to be bettered in the words and the ways and the fruits as I am being better because we are not perfected. We are not perfect within this world. We are being perfected within the things that is to come. I heard that earlier today. So I had, I had to spew it. You know what I'm saying? So moving onward throughout that, the more we speak to people, the more we use these gifts, we have to recognize that the last part, it says, let your speech always be with grace seasoned with salt that you may know how you ought to answer each one seasoned with salt it means it has taste it has flavor it has meaning behind it salt i've also heard amplifies the the taste of something so if something is naturally sweet or sour he, you, when you put that on it it amplifies it when you put actual salt on it it doesn't when something's salty that's that's a different type of flavor so either way it's a flavor your words have to have flavor if you're speaking something with no conviction with no vigor seemingly how i'm speaking today there's a reason why i'm speaking there's a, there's something behind what i'm speaking there's a there's a power there's an impact there's something i've been through today that really has is going to be personified throughout my words so that is what has to be personified out of us using our gifts the love of christ we have to walk within each group of the fruits within our life with God, recognizing the love. How can we walk more in love? By first understanding the love of God. How can we walk within faithfulness by guiding, by being guided within the faithfulness we have towards God? So then when we speak within faithfulness towards another, it's because we already have that testimonial reminder of his love for us in the first place of him giving us breath every day, of him healing our wounds, our sicknesses, of our family and taking them when they pass to to be by, by his side because they were loyal and trustworthy to him. Within self-control, I'm, I'm able to speak and encourage people because I, I have self-control to a level that that is, that is long-suffering. I may need to be long-suffering within my self-control within the temptations because it's I be hungry sometimes. I be looking at stuff and seeing people eat and wanting a piece and and I can't because I'm fasting or I can't because it's it's not part of my discipline. There's there's I'm I'm I want to stay naturally fit. I'm a personal trainer, so I got to be that example. That's another thing. When we are the example towards other people, I'm just going ham right now. Hold on. Let me slow down. That's another thing. <clears throat> I'm going to slow down by reading this next one, Ephesians 5, 15, 21. <sighs> you just in my spirit today. Okay. <clears throat> praise you for that. Just praise you, Lord. Most high God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. See then that you walk circumspectly, 
not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. So when I read this first part, and I'm going to go more into it, it says Ephesians 5 verses 15 through 21. I believe that was 15. As soon as I read this, the first thing that came to my spirit is that the days are testing us to see if we will fall into the sin of the flesh. So the first thing that people say whenever they're on a fast is, who, you know that this fast is, is, is supposed to happen because the enemy or talking about how bad the enemy is because as soon as one day that I choose to fast, they decide to bring in donuts to work. And then everybody's looking around, looking at them saying, dang. That, that, yep, that's the enemy right there. Or as soon as you do something that is not of the flesh, but of the spirit, they bring that very thing in front of you. I know so many times that has happened. So many times. To go more into it. Therefore, do not be unwise. As this talks about more how we handle these situations, fasting or not. Because within the world, in a way, we're, we're fasting from the world daily the only things that are not able to be fasted forever are food and water that's because we're still in the flesh we're not in the spirit it's not like with the more we fast from those things we just start peeling off and shedding and then ascending into the the godly realm because nobody would really be here anymore well there will be very much so less people that would be of god and we would not be able to do our job which is to represent christ and be the kingdom that is to bring more into it so how are we to walk and be more wise? It says within 16 throughout the rest. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. As soon as I thought of this, as soon as I saw this, I wanted to be quiet for a second so that I can just hit your spirit, just as it was read, just saying, instead of going and being in drunk drunkenness, Drunkenness dissipates the mind to not focus on the things of the world or of the turmoil or of the long suffering. Instead of facing the long suffering, you see, with the fruits, instead of just eating the fruit of long suffering and taking that in and then putting it with a drink of sin, a drink of, of distraction, continue to move within the work of the Lord by recognizing the love of him that is within your life as well as the joy of the love of him that is within your life because he saves you within the blessing, within the sacrifice of Lord Jesus Christ. I was about to call him Jesus, Jesus Christ. No longer walking within. I know that there are many people that walk within the Lord, but mix sin within the Lord thinking that the dependency on him is not enough for they need something to cope their flesh at the same time. Now, many of us, we know inherently what is wrong, what is truly wrong, what is not right within us. But there are times where we just push away from that for so long, even for myself, when I push away from something for just a little bit, say his, 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 say his word for a sec, for, for example, 
I may move into a mindset of of nonchalant nudging away from his word, from from him speaking within my mind, within my heart. I would know that, say, he's telling me to pray for somebody and I get nervous when I pray for some people at sometimes. But I pray, I pray for people all the time when I'm at work now. So it shouldn't really be a big deal. But then there's other times where he tells me to do something else besides praying or to pray. And I push it away to where I'm like, ah, nah, that's you. I'm just putting pressure on myself to do this very thing. It doesn't have to always be praying. It could just be tying your shoe. It could be going back into the house because you forgot something. But then it's a recognition of the word of the word of God. The more that you push away this thing, the more I push away this thing, his word sometimes, the harder it is to hear him. So without further ado, in all of that, it's a recognition of how we address the situation that we are in. Taking our time to address each piece of it in a way that is godly. What fruit of the spirit can I use in this situation? And what fruit with this can walk and help me to just be better within him? There was an image that came to mind earlier today. It was of how walking in one fruit can be represented as a bad thing because we're here for the people of God. If we're walking in celebration of him, but not walking to help the people not of him while being of him, then it just looks it looks like a terrible journey. Imagine a man that is walking in the joy of Christ with the, I don't know if y'all play Animal Crossing, but the flowers around his head and, and gleaming and glowing and glistening and just doing the, the motion that they usually do when they're happy. This is the happy where they just, and they just walk. If somebody were to do that down the street, and then somebody is encumbered or burdened that they can help in front of them. And they look at them and they look up and they say, well, I'm peaceful. So I'm going to go about my way. You're not walking in selflessness. You're not walking to aid the people around you. You're only walking within the, the fact that you may be going through things yourself, but the joy of the Lord is upon you. The peace of the Lord is upon you. So walking without that fruit can diminish your actions of a man of God as, as a woman of God. So then even though you may go to Christ and, and be all happy and, and truly desire him to look away from the ones that are of this world is the sin within itself. I like that. I felt like it was a bit convicting. If it was, then it, it was truly needed. This walk is, is, a, is a mission, is an assignment. In order for us to truly walk within all of the fruits, we must understand that each of them are needed for different circumstances. Each of them can be used in the same circumstance. It would just be genuinely hard to think of in the moment because a lot of things that test us, that try us, I've found start off when we succeed to have a clear mindset and not overthinking it before we walk in the situation. An example would be David and Goliath, which is a very popular example. I'm going to use it anyway. He was walking that day, not knowing what would happen that day. He did not know that he was going to be killing a man twice his size, refusing the king's armor in a way that is very eloquent within speech, as well as within fashion. 
walking around and trying it on rather than just saying, I don't need this. I got the Lord because it would affect the, the king's pride while also disrespecting the king, someone that is over him, someone as, that is over him at the moment as the one that is chosen by Christ, by God, excuse me, since Christ wasn't necessarily in embodiment within a human body yet. We don't know what situations we are going to go into, so we can't say, okay, I need to walk within this, 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 and this. We have to just recognize that each of these fruits add to one another. In order for us to walk within something, we have to be, firstly, slow to speak. Look at it, and it would be nice to discern and say, okay, what does this need right now? What does this person need right now? In general, that is a very good way of, of looking at it. That's what helped me today. I recognized when I was with my grandmother, I was so I was driving, I was I was playing at work, and she got irritated because I was taking too long. So when there's aggravation within another person, even though I was at a great amount of peace, I also had to walk within a great amount of selflessness. Like I was saying before, when you see somebody that is burdened, but you're burdened, but you have a sense of peace and you're praising the God in it, you still have to address the people around you because your actions may be affecting them. For example, in that analogy that I gave earlier, when the man was walking around, maybe he was the one that kind of got in the way of the other person and caused that person to be even more infuriated. When in reality, if that person had peace, then it wouldn't be as much of a trouble. But it's not about whether they have it or not. It's about what you have in the situation. So walking within these gifts, walking within all of all of the fruits, the balance is through understanding that selflessness and the love of God is overall. The more we walk within the love of God, the more we recognize his character, the more we recognize his character, the more we can simply say, what would Jesus do in a situation? And what is the assignment that you currently have me on? The answer to both of those is Jesus has us going on a journey to bring people to him. And if they're already to him, then to think of him within their situation, to be corrected within their actions, to make them think. Like I said earlier, seasoned with salt. Our words have to have meaning with the people that we talk to. In general, our actions have to represent Christ within who we are. Now, it's, it's not too much pressure I want to just say that now. I don't want too much pressure to be placed upon y'all. I know that it it even encumbered me for a little bit. I was wondering, okay, what do I say? Even as a personal trainer, I want to be, I want to, for one, find who I am as a personal trainer. I want to recognize Christ, but I also want to recognize who he has made me to be within Christ so that I can be that, that super outspoken, that super well-explained, that, that bold or, 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 sergeant boot camp type of trainer maybe a little mix of both caring which one what type of trainer am i am i the one that drops scripture here and there am i the one that that prays over them i mean of course if i'm guided to then i will what what is it that the lord has for me to do in this space and really it's just being yourself but a attending to who these people are within your surroundings. For example, my family, there are obvious things that we have to do. We have to overcome the 
boundaries, the triggers within our life that block the fruits. If you're triggered by something, you may not want to be selfless to this person. I recognize that within my stay here, that I don't want to always be selfless. I want to be by myself. I grew up as an only child. I wanted it to stay like that. I have a little brother now. He's he's 10, I think. He's 9 or 10. He's 10. Yes, he's 10. I hope I'm right. <laughs> he's 9 or 10. I'm not off by that much. He, he was born when I was 15. So 15, now I'm 25. So he has to be 10. I'm turning 26, though. So that complicates things. You see what I mean? Actually, no. He was born when I was 15. So that makes perfect sense. Enough rambling. Let's get to the story. <clears throat> Since I want to be alone half the time, there's also an understanding that I live with my grandmother and my father, and both of them take a piece of my time. I like to take care of my time to how I want to take care of it. That is a very fleshly thing to do, in all honesty. So then when I recognize that she needs something, say a water or anything, it's easier to care for her because she is older. So I recognize that as a responsibility that it's just there. And I, I picked that up on my own. Of course, there are days where I don't want to do it. And I don't want to go upstairs. I want you to take care of yourself. You're not at an age to where you can't move. I have clients older than you. Come on now. Ugh. That can do sit-ups, push-ups. But it's not about comparison. It's about an understanding of, of who this person is. They don't have the same thing as everybody else. So I may come in from a long day's work of being outside for about, what, 10 hours? 11 hours, 11 hours outside of outside of the house, come back and then still have to aid the house and give to the house and do all these things to serve and be a man of God while attending to my own selflessness and selfishness, self-care, not caring for the flesh. As I say that, I wanted that to be an example of where I am at the moment and how where you are can be a distraction from where you're supposed to be. I'm in the basement right now. This is my place of peace as well as where I talk to the Lord and where I make content. When I'm here, it feels nice. It feels comfortable. The only thing is, is that I cannot overuse this place as a safeguard from my assignment of being an example for the people that I am around. I was reading Second Kings, I believe chapter 20 or so. It was the one with Hezekiah. Hezekiah, the king, that was one of the only ones that followed his father David's footsteps that was able to get rid of all of Baal's shrines and all of the things that was worshipped that was not of God. He even got rid of the serpent that Moses uplifted to get rid of the snakes that was biting people and to make sure people didn't die from them. The reason he did that, which is an explanation towards this, is because people started naming it something and worshipping it and putting things under it by just just misrepresenting it for because that's not what it was made for it was made to to serve a point of christ being lifted up that is one of the the notes that was put into it and another thing was to protect the people from the thing that was coming against them the snake which in itself is also a representation of christ which is which is amazing so then being here and overusing my time here they overused the statue the 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 pole the bronze staff 
for the wrong usage. I am to use this space for chilling with God, making content, as well as other things like working out in the morning or praying and things as such. If I'm not doing any of those and I'm running away essentially from the people in the house, because there's a difference between finding peace and finding comfort. When you have peace, it's essentially having your mind be calmed and still on the things that the Lord has for you to do. But if the Lord has for you to, to serve these people at this time, he's going to give you peace through that by not being overly agitated and things as such. And even if you get agitated to be calmed, to find comfort is to run away from the thing that you have to do because it is something that that breaks your peace. Sounds a bit conflicting. So to make the explanation just a little more simpler, your peace is not always there. This place is supposed to have me be in a way peaceful through confirming the things of the Lord as well as his presence being upon me here, even though he is upon me other places. This is a place for me to be specifically with him. If I use it all the time for just so that I can keep my peace, it becomes comfort. This walk is not supposed to just be comfort comfortable. Changes to be ripping out of the shell of the old and walk into the new, fresh and vulnerable for a little bit to, to soon get hardened within the armor of God, to be broken again and hardened again and over and over and over. The only constant within life is change. In order for us to balance all of these things, we have to understand the wisdom in using what we have already. The wisdom of how to utilize it in different situations and that's to be slow, to speak, pay attention. Look and see what this person needs, what this situation needs, and see if you can give that to it. If somebody needs love, what, what type of love do they need? What do you have? What do you know irritates them? What do you know gives to them? If you see a situation needs a leader, are you that leader that they needs, or do you know somebody that can be that leader? Is the person that can be that leader in a mental state to be there now? And if not, are you able to encourage them to get out of that? If you're at a place to where you recognize that you're not supposed to be here for that long, but the Lord has told you to wait, that means that you're going to be there for a little bit longer. How much faith do you need to have of a mustard seed? Mustard seed. I hope y'all said that to where y'all can understand. I say all of this to have you think about what you can do while you're slow to speak, that will help you pay attention to what is needed in a certain circumstance within a certain person's life, as well as within your life. If you recognize that you're being overwhelmed by a lot of things, what haven't you paid attention to? If you are overwhelmed or things get rough, there's two options. is either you haven't been walking within a certain area of your life or in a certain area the Lord has instructed, you are missing out on a certain fruit. And then there's a third one, which the middle one, the one I just said was not supposed to be on the list, but the third one, got to add that one, is that it may just be a season of wilderness and you have to push through it. I saw a, a, a very dope line earlier today. I'm going to see if I can find it. 
I'm going to see. It should be right here. Yes. It says, you must understand the universe does not work like we do. You ask for something. It provides you to prove you deserve what you are asking for. Now, other than the universe part, God does not work how we do. God is not us. He works to give us something so that we can prove it. Anybody asks or prays for certain things, just be careful what you wish for because he's going to give you people that are difficult to work with or things that are difficult and you have to prove yourself by moving within the thing that you ask for. If you pray for love, then he's going to give you people that are hard to love. If you, pr if you pay for, pr yeah, if you pray for peace, then he will give you certain places that you have to find peace within. Even when you are fasting and you find that you just get more and more irritated. If you can find peace within your irritation while you're fasting, then imagine how much peace you will have when you are nourished. How much peace you can have. Often when we are struggling, we find that we are doing better when we're struggling than when we are, and we do worse when we are flourishing. We start to overuse money more in abundance than when we do when we are poor, when we are malnourished, when we are doing certain things. And that's because we get too used to it. We start overly, we're not grateful for it. So what do you need to work on? In order to stay balanced, you need to make sure every area is discerned. Understand each fruit of the spirit. I would advise looking over them once a month, once every other month, or whenever the Lord calls you to do so. Walk in love and analyze what you need to do better to serve the people around you in order for us to learn anything. Most importantly, our purpose here, we have to understand the assignment that the Lord has placed us on. That's all that I have for you today. And I would like to announce a few things before you go. It's just real quick. So there are a few trips coming up this year for Creative With Purpose, the group that I am currently in. The donations and things as such will be down below. We are going to go to another retreat this year if you would like to support if you would like to watch, there is a payment because a lot of things cost. We don't want the same thing happening last year where a lot of things cost and the prices raise or lower. And there's a question of funds because people were going and we were depending on the Lord. But we have to put the work in. If we want something, we got to put the work in it. Faith without works is dead for a reason. Fun fact, I saw earlier today, which hit different. Somebody said on TikTok that the Lord told him, Santa Claus is the first introduction to children that faith without works is dead because Santa Claus got to put the work in to bring the presents to the children. And they believe that he will. And because they believe that he does, their parents bring them that. And it's really the parents' word of telling them that Santa Claus is getting you something this year and you just had to believe throughout that time. And then when it happens, they, they believe more. So as we believe and we trust and we know we're having a retreat this year, there is actually a spring trip. We're going to go into D.C. to go to the Bible Museum within the spring. Don't want to give too many details. If you would like to support, 
Also, if you would like to join the group, we have Wednesday Bible studies at 8 p.m. Lord, I pray that you put this on people's TikToks that see this, as well as to just get them in this place if they are truly needed there. Other than that, if you want to support, go ahead, like, subscribe. The link are up down below for their cash app, my cash app for here. Of course, everything goes towards the production of this, the lighting, the new setup, and the more y'all see changes, the more y'all know how much y'all invested in me. So I thank you. I love y'all. Praise be God for all that he has done for me and for you. And yeah, I hope that these fruits were thought-provoking. May you use them well, and may you use them in wisdom. God bless.